Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. We are back here on our big broadcast, coast to coast, border to border on iHeartRadio today, amfm247.com, KFRK in Denver, and of course, iHeartRadio, 50-plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world. Monica Yates with us today. She is amazing, and I am so glad we've got her with us today here on our big program. So, Monica, give us a little bit on your background, my friend. Mm, thank you for having me, James. Well, yes. I mean, I think what's going to relate to most people is the fact that I grew up with this image that women had the bad end of the stick, that I had to be like a man in order to kind of have any worth in society. I needed to, you know, prove myself with external success. And as a result, I basically found out that I was not happy. In, in fact, I was incredibly miserable, but I thought that being a quote-unquote girl boss or Miss Independent, and, you know, I... I hated men. I thought that they were terrible. I thought that all men were X, Y, and Z, or insert your word of choice. And so that's kind of my background of what got me here. And now I'm so passionate about helping women and men, but women in particular, realize their own wounding with their relationship with men and how they've been brought up in probably a you know, hyper-masculine kind of environment where women have to essentially be more like men in order to be taken seriously and really bring the power back to our femininity. You know, I think a lot of the messaging these days around female empowerment is this idea of actually disconnecting us from our femininity and doing less and, and realizing that we're not the same as men. A lot of people take the fact that we're not the same as men as some kind of insult. And I just think that in and of itself is so disempowering when women are being sold the story that they that they are like men, that they can do the exact same thing that a man can do and not need to change the execution of it. So that's a little bit of my history to kind of keep it short and what got me here. That's awesome. Monica Yates with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast. So talk to me a little bit about this Barbie movie. This thing has made mm. a lot of money. Uh, what, talk to us from, from your perspective about what, what you, this whole thing. Yeah, well, I was kind of ashamed when I, when I watched it because I really thought I was just going in for a fun chick flick. I was like, yes, finally, a movie that's just, you know, an escape from reality. Well, that Yikes. was not the case. I feel like I was catfished um, because <laughs> the movie was just, it gave me whiplash, honestly, to be real. You know, one minute it's like, okay, we're kind of watching a Barbie movie. And then the next minute we're just hit with this, you know, intense agenda, kind of like some That's propaganda, right. really. That's and the, right. whole, the whole movie just left me with this feeling of, like, concern for younger generations, for all those young girls that would go in and watch that movie and not be able to kind of filter out the satire of it and really realize, like, oh, I have to, you know fight to be taken as an equal, or I'm unsafe as a woman, you know, skating down Venice Beach with all these predators looking at me. Um, and, you know, at the, at the end of the day, the end of the movie, it wasn't even that the Bobbies and Kens had equal, quote-unquote, rights in Bobby land. The Bobbies took all of their rights back after, after the Kens had it, and they did it 
by a manipulating the Kens. I'm like, that's not yes. a good message to send to women of how you get how you feel powerful as a woman is to manipulate men. Moreover, what also I found as a really big issue in it, especially for young girls, is the only character in Bobby Land that wasn't called Bobby was a pregnant woman. And I'm like, if that is not an issue, I don't know what is. She, you know, she was quote unquote meant to be discontinued. She was the weird Bobby. It was kind of creepy. Some of the some of the Bobbies said, and she was standing all alone behind a picket fence. That's what that's the way that we saw her. I think we saw her twice in the movie. She was alone by herself behind a picket fence, like excluded from the rest of them. And I just think if young girls are watching this, what kind of message does that send to them? It just feeds into this, you know, in order to be a cool girl, you have to be this misindependent, have some high flying job. And I'm not to say that doesn't, if that's, if that's your core purpose and that's what makes you happy, then amazing. But for the women that don't find that empowering, it's an issue, you know? And so it's kind of like these younger generations, they're being fed this narrative kind of on steroids to what I was fed when I was younger of your job basically is you proving your worth, you know? And, yes. and that's an issue for a lot of women because at the end of the day, we are not meant biologically to to grind and to work and to be in this constant state of stress. We have got a great guest with us today. Monica Yates joins us here on our big broadcast. She is a fantastic, fantastic individual. So if if you were going to make a movie like this, um, mm. how would you cut through all the nonsense or try to teach people a certain way? Well, Firstly, I would say that I would allow people to make a movie that's just a little bit of fun. <laughs> I feel like we can't watch anything these days. Oh, yeah. No, nothing. Our harsh yeah. reality yeah. slaps in our face. Nothing, you know? Nothing's um, fun. <laughs> no. It, it's it, it's, it's, it's all I've got to get preached to. And I'm like, you know, I just want to oh. go to a movie and have it be mindless for two hours. Exactly. We're all working way more than we need to be, generally speaking. We just want to escape for a little bit. So one, I would actually allow it to just be a fun Barbie movie, you know, and so and I would allow it to just stick to the to the usual storyline of Barbie and Ken. But if I wanted it to if I wanted it to have something deep undercurrent of messaging, you know, I would the one thing that I was okay with about the Barbie movie is the fact that um, Barbie didn't just end up with Ken because she she should yes right yes. but of course if we were if, of course if we were actually keeping it a traditional barbie movie then they should end up together because we're not trying to look into this as some like deep analysis of our own lives but you know if i wanted to make a, a, a better version of the barbie movie i would say that you know the undercurrent was okay barbie wants to experience what the real world is like yes and there were just multiple themes where there could have been an opportunity for ken to actually be supporting barbie leading barbie helping barbie but instead, the constant theme was he was a burden to Bobby. He was slowing her down. You know, yeah. so if we redid it in a way that actually promoted any sense of equality, it would be, okay, well, let's have Ken be a healthy depiction of the support that a man brings the world. And in fact, the vital support that we need for men to have a fully functional society, which we don't really seem to have these days. Um, so, you know, little examples like, when they were skating through Venice Beach and Bobby felt, quote-unquote, you know, like, unsafe because there was men and women looking at her. Meanwhile, she's in a fluorescent outfit. So, like, I'd be looking at her, too. <laughs> in, yes. in, instead, of, instead of Ken kind of blowing it off, and the whole, the whole scene really was showing, like, women always feel unsafe 
and men are oblivious to it, which is not the case at all. And that's not a good image to put out to young girls. It's like you are unsafe as a woman skating through Venice Beach at 11 p- at 11 a.m. on a Sunday because that's just not the case. Instead, if Bobby said that, I would have loved Ken to be like, no, Bobby, it's okay. Like, they're just looking at our funny outfits, and I've got you. Like, I'll protect you. That would have put a much better image out to the world, for example, of, see, men are here to protect us. So, like, that would just be one example. And then, you know, uh, you know, and then if, and then if the Kens tried to come in and, like, take some of their power in Bobby land, I don't really know how that would have played out. But nonetheless, <laughs> even if the story, even if, even if the movie just ended where Bobby's and Ken had 50-50, I could somewhat get around it. Because, like, okay, maybe it was meant to have that happy ending, you know? But there wasn't even a happy ending. It was that the Bobbies manipulated them and got all of their power back. So at least if in the end, you know, it was 50% Ken's got a say, 50% Bobby's got a say. Ken's were allowed to, you know, have a job and provide and protect in Bobby land. It would have had an ending that was a lot more powerful in terms of, see, this is true harmony, but all we got even at the end was not harmony in the way that a functioning society needs it. It was, see, women won. That's what it was. And, you know, to some women that may be really empowering, and that's generally speaking because of an insecurity issue. But for the majority of women that are actually secure, they were able to watch that movie and realize that that's not a healthy functioning society and that is not promoting a good image for women, that men aren't there to help because men are there to help. Well, you are amazing. You are a fantastic speaker. Uh, I just, I just love everything you're doing. Uh, Thank you, James. Before we let you go, how do we get in touch with you online, social media, all these things? Yeah, website's the best place to go. It's monicayateshealth.com. From there, you can find my podcast. I did a whole episode, actually, on the Barbie movie. So if you've loved this, you'll probably <laughs> love that for anyone listening. And um, my Instagram is full of really valuable free content as well that you can get. But the website's the best place to, place to go because then you can just kind of go to all the different resources from there. That's fantastic. Well, I really appreciate you making yeah. time for us today. You are fantastic. Thank you for making uh, some Thank time you. for us. And uh, I look forward to chatting with you soon. And uh, thanks for being with us. Thanks, James, for having me. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, my friend. There she goes. That is Monica Yates with us today here on our big, big broadcast. And you can get a hold of us online over there at JiggyJaguar.com. And, uh, okay. Let's try this. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.